Blog Talk Radio. Excited to have a third season. God has blessed us, and I want to give everyone out there thanks and appreciation uh, for keeping the show alive. The numbers are great. Things are going good. I couldn't ask for a better group of people to continue to listen every Tuesday night. Um, and as you've seen, uh, we've been off a few weeks, and a lot of things have been happening. We have uh, the Ebola outbreak. Uh, all kind of things are going on overseas. Uh, it's just been it's just been uh, crazy in the world today. And uh, it has been building up for us to have an even better season three, bigger, faster, stronger. That's the motto for this season. And if you're just tuning in, you know, tonight is, in a time like this, the church versus young people. uh, It's a hot topic in society today. It almost comes up every week in the environment that I'm in. So tonight we're going to have some passes come on. We're going to look at it from a church angle, then we're going to look at it maybe from a secular angle or whatever angle you want to call it. We're going to talk about the whole thing between church and young people. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it happy? Is it sad? Are we being judged too much? I'm young, so it throws me in that category. But before we do that, we're going to have our first news break. We'll be right back after this. Kim Kardashian, is that correct? 
Yeah, correct. Had, yeah, had, well. had, 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 had the same. Are you familiar with horoscopes at all? Um, I, I'm a slightly, you know, familiar. I just know Scorpio season is coming up, so that's all I really need to know. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But yeah, apparently you have something for these believers. I, I I assume so. Well, look, man, we thank you for your report. You guys stay tuned for him every Tuesday night, right here on the Real Talk of Robert Simmons show. We'll be right back after these messages. Anytime. Facing the loss of a loved one can be one of the most trying and difficult parts of your life. And during this difficult time, one of the most important decisions that you have to make is choosing a funeral home. And my recommendation is C.L. Page Mortuary, where their staff is knowledgeable in the funeral home industry and service is their number one priority. For more information on C.L. Page Mortuary, visit www.clpagemortuary.com or call 904 904- I'm Robin. And I'm Chris. We're the brothers behind Firehouse Subs. Back when we were firemen, when it came to food, we said it better be something good and a lot of it. That's what you get at Firehouse Subs. Take our hook and ladder sub. Smoked turkey breast, Virginia honey ham, and Monterey Jack cheese, all steam heated and piled high on a toasted sub roll. Our way beats their way. If you don't agree, it's free. You're going to cover that, right? My money's on the sub. Love the confidence. Firehouse Sub, founded by firemen. Hey, what's up? It's Catalina from the 97.9 KISS FM Afternoon Show for Laser Loft. Obviously, this is where you got to go in Jacksonville to get a tattoo lasered off. So, ex-boyfriend's name, ugly flower, this is where you go. Plus, I saw this amazing treatment last week. I watched this woman's under eyes go from dark and puffy to tightened and lightened up in 10 minutes. It was so cool to see it work. And you can get it done for free. All you got to do is stop by Laser Loft, 4372 Southside Boulevard, or give them a call, 642-7774. Medical Director, Dr. Roberto Garcia. And we are back, the welcoming opening season three of the Real Talk of Robert Simmons show. I'm excited to dive right in with tonight's topic in a time like this, church versus the young people. And in the studio today, I have with me no other than, <clears throat> man has a long title, so here, here we go, the Reverend Pastor, the city council candidate for District 7, Window Sams. How you doing, man? How you doing tonight? I am truly blessed and highly favored in the Lord, Brother Robert Simmons. It is truly a blessing and an honor to be uh, chosen to be on your show tonight. Uh, And to say that I am the former pastor of Hatton Pond Baptist Church in Stewart's Draft, Virginia, now associate minister at Friendship Missionary Baptist Church, pastored by none other than Dr. A.D. Denard also a city council candidate for the 7th District here in Jacksonville, Florida. It is truly a pleasure and an honor to be on your show. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm honored to you know, have you come on. So we're going to go right into uh, what I like to call a juicy topic. And it's, it's in a time like this, you know, the church versus the young people. You being a pastor, I am sure, you know, this comes up a lot. And um, I, have, I have myself <clears> – <throat> grew up in, in, in a church, and I've seen uh, different pastors look at things different way. I've seen pastors uh, be really, really hard on young people as if they were never young. Then I see the pastors that have compassion 
um, on the young people because they remember where they came from. And I have some statistics from ChristianityToday.com, and I just want to go through um, – I'm going to read the first two, then we'll discuss those first two topics, and then we'll go with the, with the other three. And the first one is um, isolation. According to ChristianityToday.com, it says that one-fourth of 18 through the age of 29 years old say that church demonizes everything outside the church, including music, movies, culture, and technology that define this current generation. Uh, what's your spin on that? Well, there are churches that do, and there are churches that don't. Uh, a lot of pastors and clergy will say that you have to train up a child in the way it, that it should go, that when it gets older, they not depart from its training, and they believe that they have to instill uh, the fear of God in them to get them to do it. And uh, raising my girls as a single dad, I had to learn that I had to step back and listen to them, which uh, took me uh, by surprise because I wasn't raised that way. And then I had to uh, look at it biblically and from their standpoint as well, which meaning that they had a voice. And they needed to be heard. And as a father, I needed to listen. As a pastor, I needed to listen. A lot of pastors uh, sometimes forget that it's so important to listen uh, to the youth because what they have to say is important. Where their heart is is important. How can you reach folk if you can't teach folk? Or should I say, how can you teach folk if you can't reach folk? And so we have to be able to reach our youth by understanding our youth and listening to our youth. And so I say that to say there are times where um, uh, we forget that it's important to to listen to our youth and engage with them to find out where their heart is and where their head is so we can move them into a better direction uh, to connect with God and with themselves. Okay. Well, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better answer. Um, now, I do know, you know, when I said including music, movies, culture, and things, do you think stuff like that really affects uh, young people in today's uh, yes. society? It, it does. When you have uh, the songs out that are killing and talks about explicit sex, and the kids know it because they hear it and they dance to it. Uh, and they live it. The problem is, is that we are so heavenly bound that we're no earthly good. If we can get out of the concept. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, if we can get out of the concept that we're church, 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 and church our children and say, okay, I'm willing to listen to what you have to say, although keep in mind that if God is not first, there is no second which means that the old saying goes, WWJD, what would Jesus do? Well, right. that's not just a, a hand ban. It's something that is put in your heart. You have to believe in your heart that what you do in life will transcend into your future. 
And if you put God first now, it will transcend into your future later. You won't have to try to do it. It becomes second nature. And you can still be, should I say, just regular colonel guy or girl and live your life and enjoy life, but put God first. Let right, me say right. this, uh, mm-hmm. Brother brother Simmons. One of uh, the most uh, influential people I've met here in Jacksonville was Bishop Vaughn McLaughlin, who reached out to youth and listens uh, to their hearts and to their minds, uh, as well as, and I can call other clergy that I met here in Jacksonville uh, since I've been here for the past four years. And as I run for city council, I've met these uh, distinguished gentlemen, as well as uh, Pastor A.D. Denard, who actually takes time out to listen and to hear uh, what they have to say and then put that in coalition with Scripture, which means you don't have to stop watching movies and listening to music to love God. You just have to know that there is a line that you don't need to cross. Oh, buddy, you you, you started something now. <laughs> but, hey, guys, as you listen in, if you'd like to call in and speak with me or Pastor Reverend Randall uh, Sams, the number is 646-595-2490. Again, that number is area code 646-595-2490. Now I'm going to move on to the, uh, the, the next question because I have a total of six here. And the next one would be the um, shallowness. According to uh, ChristianityToday.com, one-third call church boring. About one-fourth say faith is, in, is, is irrelevant and the Bible teaching is unclear. One-fifth say God is absent from the church experience itself. I mean, have we come to the point that where church is so superficial that uh, a lot of young people feel that God isn't even there anymore? Wow. Is that question for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for you. <laughs> I have to deep. say that uh, <laughs> church is not superficial, and yes, God is there. the The problem that I see, uh, and I say that other pastors may see, is the development of understanding your relationship with Christ. For you, when they say that God is not in the church. You have to understand your relationship with God. And when you get into an environment where you can understand where you are with God and your relationship with God, then you won't say that God is not there. When you say God is not there, it's because people overlook you. And when people overlook you, you feel as though you are an extrovert, or should I say you are exed out of the church, not an extrovert but exed out of the church. And when you are, feel as though you're exed out and you're not a part of it, then you start pulling up issues or, should I say, uh, you start finding ideas to down the church and the relationship in the church. The fact of the matter is, is that for a young person that is not involved feels disconnected. We have to understand the youth that they are young. Okay. And involve them so that they can feel a part of and then teach them 
as the Bible says, teach them. No, I have I have seen churches that, um, in, in my opinion, uh, I think it's, it varies from church to church. I have seen some churches that are extremely hard on all members, including the younger people. And um, you know, and you say X out of the church. I mean, there are some churches that will throw you out for um, almost anything. <laughs> you know, so as a well, brother, you're doing this, so you're out. Or sister, you're doing that, so you're out. You know, I'm not saying this is the majority of churches uh, per se, but there are a lot of organizations like that, as I like to call them, that or that are, are strict to, to to that point, and they feel that because they are that strict, that maybe you know, well, we we hold our people here to a higher standard, or et cetera, et cetera. Therefore, we're different from the world, and 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 on and on. And I think that in that process, some sometimes, not not in all cases, but a lot of cases that. They lose focus of of uh, what's irrelevant, and that's the I guess the the love of being in church and the whole the whole goal of church is so people can come. You like you want people to come to church. You don't want to shun them away from church now, and say, "Well, go ahead." Let me say this: uh, first of all, the church is not the building. The church is the people. Right. right. Uh, and and when you put more emphasis on people than you do God, then you've already lost. Because it's, when I passed it, I, I explained to my permissionists, listen, I know that my steps were ordered by the Lord, but I'm mm-hmm. human. It does not give me a free pass mess up. It just says that I'm flesh and blood. And, and if you're flesh and blood, you're going to screw up at some point. <laughs> yeah, there's, there, at some yeah. point, there's something, you know, and 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 that's the human side. However, there's another side that God says, I'll forgive you. Mm-hmm. And that we must not forget, but yet we grow from. And, yes, the church building and the church body is different from the world. Just well, like my, my, when it says that. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, yeah, go, well, ahead. go ahead. I, I was going to say it, it, when it says uh, – it says, when I was a child, I spake as a child. When I be- became a man, I put away all childish things. Right. In the same manner, when I was a sinner, I did sinful things. Now that I'm saved, I try not to do sinful things. But for all have sinned and come short of God's glory, there's none perfect, no, not one yet. You, We, all of us as Christians, whether it's the pastor down to uh, the ushers or the doorkeepers or uh, the lot men or security, we are all saved by grace. And it's God's grace and mercy. See, grace kept us, but mercy brought us through. When you understand the relationship you have with God, then you can reach the youth and not separate yourself. And let me say this on the other side of that coin, the youth have to be open to receive what God has for them. And if you're not open and receptive to receive what God has for you, then you've already cut the church and the body of Christ out. And you can't do that because well, you have to open your heart and your spirit up to receive. Well, let me let me ask you this before I ask, ask the next question, because uh, there are some great churches you know, yes. hands down. But there are some other, there are some churches that are not so great, more than enough. And a lot of these churches have done a lot of damage as far as young people are concerned. 
you know, nationwide, just speaking. And so there are a group of young people, a huge group, that's just saying, hey, I honestly, I don't dig it. I'm just not into it. I was, but this is what happened to me. You know, what what would your what would your advice be to them? Because I heard you say that you know they have to be open to it. There's a lot of young people that are just not open to it. So what do you have to say to those young people that are just closed out to it? But they were open to it at one point, but they had they got burnt. They have anger, resentment, you know, pain from the past of dealing with a church or an organization, you know, like you know the what, building. <laughs> what I have to say is, you've got to believe in your heart that there is a place, there is a church uh, that have uh, the heart of God where you can go and there's a pastor and there are members in the church that will open their heart and their doors to you and be receptive to you and hear what you have to say. There, There is one. And until you find the one where your spirit connects, I hope you all hear me when I say this, where your spirit connects, where you feel there is a connection, that's where you go and you get fed because your spirit has to be fed, not just your mind. When your spirit is fed, then you have a connection between the church, the relationship you have with the church, and the relationship you have with God. Because God is going to put you in a place where he can feed you. All right. So well, don't uh, give up. Uh-huh. Well, before before we go uh, to a commercial break, I would like to go, go ahead and throw the, the third question in, and that is uh, anti-science. Up to one-third say the church is uh, out of step with scientific development and debate. I know we don't have to elaborate on that too, too much because that's actually more of a just a Christian thing, a question uh, in general. Um, <clears throat> what's, what's your spin on that? I know there's a lot of different, you know. Uh, uh, I'm going to make wow, this really simple and. <laughs> I'm going to make this really simple and plain. The devil has all kinds of devices to try to steer people away from church. And if if science says that this is not, then I think, once again, I'm going to say it, and I believe that there's a lot of other clergy uh, that's out there hopefully listening, uh, tuning in with us, that agree with me that the devil will use anything and anybody he can to pull people away from God's holy place. And so if he wants to use science, uh, and let me say this, and this is a fact, that the devil has been here since the beginning of time. Matter of fact, God threw him out of heaven. And, And because of that, he knows. So he knows the very thing that's the weakest thing that's in your life. And because he knows it, he uses those things to tempt you or to tempt them or to tempt me, to tempt the pastor, the members, the deacons. It doesn't make a difference. Where your weakness is, Satan already knows. So he tries to tempt you at your most vulnerable or weakest point to get you to see that the church ain't a place to be. But I come to tell you that the church is a body of baptized believers accepting the teachings of Christ and promising to do so, or covenant to do so. Well, thank you very, very much. We're going to go um, to a commercial break. But before we go to that break, you guys, we're going to open up the phone lines uh, when we come back. So go ahead and call in. The number is 646-595-2490. Again, that is 
215-595-2490. And our next segment is brought to you by Carla Page Mortuary. Um, great sponsor. We love you. And we'll be right back right after these messages. Facing the loss of a loved one can be one of the most trying and difficult parts of your life. And during this difficult time, one of the most important decisions that you have to make is choosing a funeral home. And my recommendation is C.L. Page Mortuary, where their staff is knowledgeable in the funeral home industry and service is their number one priority. For more information on C.L. Page Mortuary, visit www.clpagemortuary.com or call 904-353-4434. I'm Robin. And I'm Chris. We're the brothers behind Firehouse Subs. Back when we were firemen, when it came to food, we said it better be something good and a lot of it. That's what you get at Firehouse Subs. Take our hook and ladder sub. Smoked turkey breast, Virginia honey ham, and Monterey Jack cheese, all steam heated and piled high on a toasted sub roll. Our way beats their way. If you don't agree, it's free. You're going to cover that, right? My money's on the sub. Love the confidence. Firehouse Sub, founded by firemen. Hey, what's up? It's Catalina from the 97.9 KISS FM afternoon show for Laser Loft. Obviously, this is where you got to go in Jacksonville to get a tattoo lasered off. So ex-boyfriend's name, ugly flower, this is where you go. Plus, I saw this amazing treatment last week. I watched this woman's under eyes go from dark and puffy to tightened and lightened up in 10 minutes. It was so cool to see it work. And you can get it done for free. All you got to do is stop by Laser Loft, 4372 Southside Boulevard, or give them a call, 642-7774. Medical Director, Dr. Roberto Garcia. As rain moves into eastern New York, minor coastal flooding and beach roses are possible from Cape Ann and Massachusetts to East Maine. Another fine and dry day for much of the southern regions. Scattered showers and thunderstorms will be on the increase in southern Florida. In the Midwest, cool fall temperatures extend from northeastern Minnesota to eastern Kentucky, highs in 40s and 50s. Mild temperatures with highs in the 70s occur from eastern Montana to New Mexico. Cool 50s and 60s are likely from Northern California, Oregon, and Washington to Central Montana, East Wyoming, and Western Colorado. I'm Jamal with your Real Talk Weather Report. And we are back with the with the Reverend Wendell Sims with a nice topic in a time like this, church versus the young people. And if you're just now tuning in, the number is 646-595-2490. Again, that is 646-595-2490. So, uh, Reverend Sams, I'm uh, glad to have you uh, here with us again. And we're going to go right into uh, our fourth fourth question. We have a total of six. So I'm going to run through this uh, right quick. And the fourth one is sex, a big topic. Um, and it says the church is perceived as a simplistic and judgmental for a faith, uh, for a faith or more, a just. This is this is all wrong. Basically, the philosophy is, according to what I read, is the young people in the church, I guess, are having as much sex as the people that are not coming to church. And the way church looks at sex is old school. How do you feel about that? And what's um, old school about sex, except the how you know the the steps? 
Why? Well, let me say this. Sex before marriage is wrong. And people feel as though uh, that has played out. Uh, the, the thing is that they are saying, well, how do you know that this is the right person without testing the water? And a lot of people are afraid to discuss um, sex because it's a subject that they're uncomfortable talking about. The fact of the matter is, Robert, is that when you talk about premarital sex, you have to trust and believe that if God sent this person in your life, that uh, and it's confirmed that God put this person in your life. You don't have sex to solidify uh, the relationship. Because whatever God does, he confirms. And if he confirms the relationship, then he will definitely confirm the sex after marriage. So so it's not that I guess I guess how they should have written it is sex before marriage. You know, is it but you, you clarified it, you said it you said it's wrong. Now there are uh, a lot of people that feel differently. In fact, I was watching an, an episode of Preachers of LA and uh, I'm not even going to call the pastor's name, but maybe wow. it was just for ratings. Maybe it was for ratings. It was a well-known pastor. You know, he felt a little different about, you know, sex before marriage. You know, he felt like it was, you know, I mean, hey, we all fall short of the grace of God. Basically, that was his theory. I mean, is it is it a, a revolutionary thing changing uh, when it comes to that or – is it just wrong across the board? Because I have seen certain things that were wrong as a Christian. Now today, it's it's okay, you know, it's it's okay to to do this and it's okay to do that. So, is that something else that they will change? Well, you can't change what the Bible says. It is what it is. There are some people that will use it or twist it. For personal gratification And and if you do that You're still wrong there, There's no way to change Wrong to right Wrong is wrong Two left shoes don't work Just like two right shoes don't work You have to have a right foot and a left foot Or a shoe To actually walk straight Now uh, When you want to talk about Preachers from L.A. <laughs> And what they say, you know, to me, I think it's just a form of television. I think they're just creating a show to have fun. I don't really believe they believe that sex before marriage is normal unless they just want people to have sex before marriage. I just think it's, it's you know, it's it's. they say, well, you're taking a chance. Okay, take the chance. But if you trust God, you don't have to worry about taking a chance. You know it. Wow. When you when you know that you know. This is that you know. I mean, there 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 was there was a time, you know, not not long ago where uh the majority of churches, you know, didn't believe in uh women pastors. That has changed. I mean, and back then it was God said a woman uh, not to do this. Um is it possible that we'll get to the point to where there's some way to just, you know, 
if, they, if they're, them twisting that. I mean, I'm, I'm just curious. It's just, it's just a question. I'm not a pastor. I'm just putting it out there. Wow. Wow. Women pastors. Well, I mean, well, um, you know, that, that, that's, that's an entire show within itself. That's a show within itself. And <laughs> I would love to be itself. a fly on the wall. <laughs> but I, I just brought that up to, to bring up the point that things have changed. You well, know, I will say and, this: and, when it comes to women pastors, Deborah brought the word. <laughs> let, let me let me go on to my next question, <laughs> and that is number five: is exclusivity. It says uh, one in ten young people feel the church is too exclusive in its pluralistic and multicultural age. You know, there's a lot of things going on. I've seen a lot of religions now; they're trying to. And we can make this real short, blend, uh, you know, different things together. Uh, they say, well, I'm a Christian, but I'm a new age Christian. I kind of believe in, I believe in Jesus, but, you know, Buddha was the kind of, they were all like the same people. You know, a lot of young people are kind of leaning that way. And, and they feel, according to the statistics, one out of ten, that uh, the church isn't really uh, accepting that. What's your take on that? Okay, let me. <laughs> yeah, uh, say that again. One nine nine. The um, uh, yeah, I'll read uh, exclusivity. It says that uh, one in ten young people feel that the church is okay. too exclusive when it comes to uh, the multicultural age of today's society. Uh, that's a that's an interesting one. The church is too exclusive when it comes to age. When it comes to uh, multicultural age, you know, the difference. We have uh, what we call new age Christians. You know, the beliefs are a little bit different. You know, it's, it's, it's you know, I believe in Jesus, I have to, uh, you know. I have to say this. Buddha. When it comes to that. Allah. Uh, there's only one God. And I don't care how many churches and you can say what you want to say, but at the end of the day, there's one God. And then his son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, which is the Trinity, which is still one. Uh, the theological aspect of that is there's a Godhead. Jesus himself said, even on the cross, uh, when he talked to God, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do uh, as they try to crucify him. There is only one. There's a God here. And now, the word became flesh, which is Jesus, which is still God, and dwelled among men, and the Holy Spirit, which is the Trinity. So it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost which is the Trinity and still one. If you want to worship Buddha and you call <laughs> Buddha God, if you, uh, even Jehovah's Witness, well, God's name is Jehovah God. However, I mean, there's but you a know, different maybe, belief. You know, maybe there's nothing wrong with a little, a little bit of Buddha. I, mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I've done research all week and, you know, talking to different young people about, uh, religion and 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 just the Bible within itself, and uh, you know I, I heard some very 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 inter interesting things 
But uh, I'm going to go to the phone line and uh, take a few calls, if you don't mind. Please do. And uh, we're, okay, we're, we're going to hopefully hear from some hear from, hear from some young people. Hey, guys, the number is 646-595-2490. 646-595-2490. We're going to go to uh, call number one. You're on the air. What's your name and uh, where are you coming from? Hello, my name is Raven. Can you all hear me? Hey, Raven. How are yes. you? Hello, Raven. Fabulous. Praise the Lord, Pastor. Praise God. I am calling because I have a, a slight issue, and it's with the whole premarital sex thing. And I'm I'm struggling with this as a Christian because, Pastor, I understand the the premise, I understand the the ideology behind it that it's ideal for you to wait until marriage. However, Pastor, if you look at the statistics of Christian marriages, you will not see a very high success rate as compared to those who are not Christian. I believe, and this is just my personal opinion, Pastor, I believe that when you pass out the offering plate, you need to pass out condoms behind it. Because as a helpful person, these, <laughs> these children are constantly coming into our office, and they are raised into the church, and they are sexually active. Our teenagers, especially in Duval County, are having sex. And the church is a great place to teach children about safe sex. I understand that it may be taboo and that it is something that we don't typically lean towards. However, I think it's a mistake. The kids are having sex. All of these children running around getting pregnant, transferring all types of STDs complete, completely. Uh, it can be lessened significantly if we would just have leaders say, listen, we are not promoting sex. You need to wait until you get married. Married. That is always a better option. But here goes the offering plate, and here goes the condom, just in case you're having sex. Pastor, I urge you. To, to just think about it. Just, and I understand that this is maybe not what you guys are used to, what you want to hear, but it becomes different when it's your child that's pregnant or when it's your child, God forbid, that's coming home with STD because they didn't take the necessary precautions. So I understand, again, that it sounds all perfect and, oh, wait until marriage, but realistically, that is not, oh, I don't want to say it's not the best thing to do, but based on the statistics, Pastor, it ain't the best thing to do. Let me <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I want to say that I, I, I synergize with you, and I understand uh, how you feel. Um, and that, can you hear me? Praise the Lord, yes. Okay, and that's not too bad, what you're saying. It makes sense. However, uh, I do trust God, yes, uh, and you don't have to wait till you pass an offering plate in order to pass condoms. <laughs> because if I can teach you, if I teach you to love the Lord and you refuse to follow my teaching and you still do wrong, at least you're safe doing it. That's what you're saying. I think that they should have classes at churches if they're not, and I know that there are some churches that do have classes, mm-hmm. and they are strongly teaching uh, sex before marriage is not appropriate. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if you are not going to abide by God's rules and the rules um, that are set by God, and you're just going to do your own thing and have sex anyway because you can't sustain yourself till marriage. As 70% of our teens are doing. Then I suggest you take these condoms <laughs> with you. Now, I'm not going to pass them out, but they'll be in the vest of you on your way out. I mean that's just that's being that's being real and that's separating from like I said you have to listen and, and understand you. Some of them say, "Yeah, I hear you, but I'm not listening to you." So, you know, she fine and all and I'm going to tap that, okay? Or or I'll say the words that the youth use, we going to crush. The fact of the matter <laughs> is, if they're still going to do what they want to do, at I- least let them know that there's a safer way, even though you are not listening. Now, there are repercussions that's going to come because you don't know that that condom won't bust. Praise the Lord. And now, that, and now you have a girlfriend that's pregnant because you were dumb enough to do it anyway. However, I would like to add that condoms do have a 
spirit. You blessed my spirit. And I'm not going to hold up the time, the phone line any longer, but I really just wanted, you know, that was laid on my heart as Raven to get that out there. So I yep. thank you. I thank you. For all right. Thank you. Thank you very much for your call. All right. All right. That, that is a wow. good question. That, that should be the, the seventh question. <laughs> should we pass condoms out on church? I just asked that on Facebook. If you're my Facebook friend, go on Facebook, answer that question, or just simply call in. But we're going to go ahead and move along to our uh, next caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. What's your name? Where are you coming from? Desiree Jacksonville. Hello? You're on the air. How are you? Hi. You hear me? I can yes, hear you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Hi, um, Pastor. Hey, Robert. How y'all doing today? Hey, how are you? Great, great, bless. Well, I heard so much today, but I guess I'll comment on or just um, congratulate the pastor about doing it God's way and with no money because I have faith like that. And I applaud you and I pray that you can, that he, I know he's going to do it because his his word says it. And if you believe his word, then that's all it is. That's all it takes. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added. So everything else is everything else. Once you did the first part with seek ye first and his righteousness, I'm sure that you have, and that's why you got the faith that you have. So I applaud you for that. I stand with you, too. So if you need somebody in your campaign, just let me know. I'll run with you. (laughs) Amen. God bless you. All right. All kind of blessings all over. (laughs) I know. I received that. And I just want to comment on, I think her name was Raven. Um. I can comment on both sides. I was one of the ones. I'm a I'm a PK preacher's kid, so God I had it the hard you. way. <laughs> I had it a little bit the hard way. I did it the I did the the hard way. You know, I got married out of God's will, and you know, and it didn't work out because I just believed that he wasn't my husband. I just because we did it our way, and it ended up in worldly resorts uh, results. But now I'm at a course in my life, place in my life where I'm doing it God's way. And mm-hmm. I am going to wait this time because I do believe my man of God is out there. And I believe if I do my part as preparing myself to be his help me, that he will come. I'm sorry. Keep going. I'm I can listen. agree with that. Uh, I, was just, I was just saying I believe that if I am going to wait this time because I did it my way so many times, 38 years old. I did it my way for 38 years, and it's been wrong all along. So if I just give it a try this one more time and just do it God's way and get his results, I believe I'll be better off. I mean, I can't fail because his word can't fail. Yeah. His word can't lie. So I well, believe I know. that if I prepare myself as, his help, as to be a help me and be the, the be the woman of God that he called me to be, that everything else be added because I, I am seeking his face. I am seeking his righteousness. So I am going to get it his way because I'm going to wait. Hallelujah. Uh, in the process of waiting, I'll say, allow him to prepare you, which I believe he's already have. And when he prepares you, uh, then you will know it. If he's already prepared you, then you already know it. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. and and now, uh, let me say it like this: He's preparing your Boaz just for you. I believe it, mm. Pastor. I do. I do believe. So that. when that Boaz come, he's gonna sweep you off your feet. Yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, I do believe that, Pastor, because I want it like the Bible says. If I can't have it like the Bible says, I don't want it at all. I believe it's coming. I'm going to get it. 
I believe it's coming. And listen, if you are willing to help in this campaign, God bless you. You can get my number, and I ain't afraid to give it out online okay, or well, on the I'm radio. Right. So if if you <laughs> or anybody else is listening. All right, if you or anybody else who listen and they say, listen, I believe in him and I believe that God is going to work and this is going to be a miracle blessing in Jacksonville, then you can definitely get my number and you can yes, call me and we can make it work. Yes, because um, faith, like you said, faith without works is dead and you need, a, you need, you need some soldiers with you. Okay, God bless you. My number is 904-476-0673. Zero two. And Pastor, I've been calling you Pastor, but can I have your name? Uh, Wendell, W E N D E L L, last name Sams, F A M S. Wendell Sams, candidate for City Council, District Number Seven. I am District. running for City Council. <laughs> All right. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, I will get in touch with you, Pastor um, Sams. I will get in touch with you. Yes, ma'am. All right, y'all have well, a blessed thank you, night. Thank, thank you. you for listening. You too. You have a blessed night. You as well. But you, well, we have we have we have ten minutes of the show left, <clears throat> and um, you know we we have uh, I've been knowing you now for, for a few months, and um, I saw you last at the the pastor's lunch, and I believe I was the only one that wasn't a pastor there. <laughs> yeah, I and, know. And um, you know, and and it's and it's and it's interesting. I, I feel uh blessed to, to to have been able to be around so many uh pastors and preachers and and things like that you know right now at this point in my life so uh since we're talking about young people and you're running for city council district seven uh, you know i'll just yes. switch tracks for a little bit you, you know go ahead and give a, a a a platform you know let the people know what you're doing who why you're running uh, uh where that area is and and what you plan on doing in that district here in jacksonville all right. Let me share with you. And I'm glad uh, I had an opportunity to uh, at least get this out. Uh, I am running for city council in District 7. What I am already in the process of doing is trying to get uh, King's Dominion Amusement Park, which is located uh, based out of Richmond, Virginia, to say yes to come and open a theme park here in Jacksonville. Uh, I'm also uh, trying to get uh, Mark Lincoln and Shad Khan to partner with me uh, to aid bringing this amusement park. Bringing an amusement park to Jacksonville will change unemployment. We can get five to at least a thousand people hired in one place uh, that will bring millions of dollars to this city that will help uh, our mayor, uh, whoever get elected as mayor, and the council to balance the budget. It will also aid keeping people, our city employees, working without having to lay off so many people. It will also help uh, with the budget for JSO so that when we uh, approach the budget, we'll have income or revenue uh, to balance the budget or to make it work so that we can have money in each district so that we can help the districts grow. That's one thing. The second thing uh, is to uh, uh, petition to move the jail from downtown out to Pecan Park or to uh, uh, from downtown so that we can bring more businesses 
on the front instead of having a jail on the riverfront. Um, I think it's imperative that we change uh, Hemming Plaza and remove the visitor center that's behind the church into Hemming Plaza so that uh, it will have a foundation and structure. We also need to take care of our seniors, making sure that they're taken care of. Uh, one of my pet peeves is the veterans uh, uh, is taking care of our veterans. I'd love to change the veterans clinic into a veterans hospital. Now that's a bigger fish to fry, but it's something yeah, that works I was on. Say that. <laughs> yeah, that's a bigger fish, but it's something that we can we can address. And I'd be willing to sit down and throw that up against the wall with our congresswoman uh, because it was her uh, that implemented the uh, veterans clinic to right. Jackson. Yes, and, yeah, she, and she did uh, a pretty good and, job with that. She did a marvelous job. Hats off. I love Congresswoman Kareem Brown for what she has done and what she is doing uh, for Jacksonville alone. Uh, because right now, Jacksonville is what's important to us. Uh, and, and matter of fact, we're also looking at uh, our district. Our district is beginning to grow, but it's not enough. We need more to our district. And our district is more than just in the airport area. It stems from uh, Dunn all the way up toward Callahan area, all the way over to the airport, Ocean Way, uh, it connects with District 2 at Ocean Way and comes down to Springfield area, uh, the east side, and the landing area. And it's, it's imperative uh, that the people know that it's time to be heard because uh, the city council person cannot stand behind city hall's walls. They have to literally get out and be a part of the community. It is important to take care of our children, make sure that there are facilities there that will take care of them and give them uh, proper training so that they can be prepared for college. One thing I want to address about that, and I'm going to try to make this as short as possible. Yeah, you, a know, you know you're a pastor. If you, can, if you can sum it up in one minute. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. There, <laughs> there are a couple of people who were laid off that work for the city who wanted to implement uh, in uh, some of the uh, – uh, uh, centers that were shut down uh, a program to help uh, our young people who are uh, have a vision to go to college, get prepared for college, and there were teachers who had already uh, retired from school that were willing to donate their time to help. And so it's imperative that we connect the dots and make this happen so that our our teachers that are retired can give back to the community and our students can move to the next level. So there's a plethora of things on our, on our uh, agenda uh, to reach mm -hmm. also crime in our neighborhoods, connecting the, the dots. And I cannot leave out equality for everybody because if I leave out equality for everybody, then, then that means that I'm prejudiced and I'm not prejudiced because city council is business. It's not personal, and it's not church. Well, um, we, we we can actually we'll have you come back on the show at a later date. I'm gonna go ahead and try to squeeze uh, one one more call in, and then uh, after we do that call, you can tell them where they can uh, maybe I post it on the website where they can one find more. your campaign information and all that good stuff. Uh, but right now we're gonna go take uh, take another phone call. Uh, go ahead, Carly, you're on the air. What's your name and where you're from? Hey, how you doing, man? This is um, T. Horn from Jacksonville, Florida. I got some rep outside of Jacksonville, Florida. How you doing? 
How you doing, man? How are you? I'm good, man, real good. Um, just really just catching the end of everything, but it seems like you guys mm-hmm. are trying to speak on the topic of how to connect the young people with churches. Is that correct? Correct, correct. Yeah, it got pretty heated, but, yeah, it was good. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, man, just uh, just give it a – I know you got, like, five minutes left in the show. Just throw a little insight in. You know, with me doing gospel rap and being a youth leader in my church and everything, I work with kids every day. And what people – Seeing the realize, I hear a lot of people saying this needs to be done, that needs to be done, and you know all that stuff is great. But when I come, when it comes to um, me dealing with the youth and everything like that, one thing I yeah. see that pushes the children away from the church is the church's unwillingness to change. And what I mean by that is, with the generations coming up, you know things change with each new generation. The music changes, the fashion changes. Um, movies, video games, all that but one thing that never changes is the church, the church stays traditional, if the church stays into the times of old while the generations are changing, becoming new of course the youth are going to be pushed away from that when they go with everything that's going new so that's why I'm about like Lecrae and Tadashi and Trip Lee and even the music I do myself who are coming in a new untraditional way to catch the attention of these youth to catch up with the times, but make it more about God than just the changes of the times. Because you have to find new ways and new avenues. It's kind of like um, how it's like playing football. You're not gonna keep going against the team to make a touchdown with the same play over and over and over again. You got to change the tactics. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I agree. And that's what it is. I wish I could talk on it more, man, but you know, y'all got all that time and everything. But, um, you know, I mean, just do, doing my music and everything and doing ministry and talking to these kids every day, it's so much more to this. But I'm not going to tuck your head off, man. I know you got to end your show and everything. No, but, soon, but man, it's, it's good stuff. Uh, maybe you can uh, we can link up, and you know, because uh, we have different seminars and we have a lot of big things coming up with, uh, you know, some of the future, you know, council people that's coming on board. And things like that. We got some big things that we're trying to really uh, get on board with the young people here in, in the Jacksonville area. So if you mm-hmm. uh, know me on Facebook or anything, just uh, go ahead and inbox me, and maybe we can have some of your music, you know, on the show too. And I would like to say this before we close out, you know, uh, and thank you, thank you very much uh, for, for your call, man. Oh, definitely, definitely. You no know, uh, anything for this. We got a good ninety seconds left, and uh, you know, God, God, God has blessed me um, to do the show. <clears throat> And it's been growing at a, at a phenomenal rate. Uh, me myself, I'm no I'm nobody special, but I think with the messages that we will continue to gear towards uh, positivity and this community stuff, I think it, it's really going to go to the next level. We have a, we've had over two two thousand IP addresses in just a few short months. I think uh, that's awesome. And uh, Reverend Sam's, thank you for coming coming on board. And um, God bless you. Good luck on the race, and I'm sure that we'll we'll still see a lot of you around. So thank you very much for the show. And I like to tell everybody, hey, God bless you. God keep you. It's been real. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless yourself. Robert